Welcome to Wisdom Keys for Your Success, the podcast that will share the keys for you to achieve success, discover your purpose, fulfill your dreams, and most importantly, show how unique and special that you are. And now, here is your host, Kent Wise. And once again, welcome to Wisdom Keys for Your Success. Hey, we want to really sincerely thank you for being a part of our community. And for uh, we want to thank you in advance to uh, subscribe to our podcast. And just uh, we're just grateful and thankful to have the opportunity to share these keys, these wisdom keys that God has really given to me. You know, I did not create these keys. These are keys that are timeless. They're biblical. They've been used by thousands of people to achieve success. So I'm humbled to share these keys with you. So once again, welcome to our community. We want to pick up where we left off. Last time, this is part two of Battle of the Mind, how to overcome mental health challenges, the battle of the mind. And I just want to start last uh, on part one. We talked about some things. And today we want to just finish up talking about how you can overcome these challenges. And to be, I'm going to be sincere. I'm going to be uh, transparent with you. In the uh, in the 1990s, when I when I graduated from college, I went through this thing. I went through it. You know, let me share this with you. I was a recent college graduate. I had all the hope and expectations, you know, I was just you know vivacious, you know, bubbling with enthusiasm, thinking that now the world is going to be at my at my, at my fingertips. I had this degree. I fought hard to get this degree. I struggled to get this degree. And now I'm, gradu- I'm graduating. In my last semester, I made the dean's list with, with a 4.0 GPA. So world, look out. But here's what happened. After about six months to a year, I really had no job. I, I had a job that was a crummy job. I, I moved into a one-bedroom apartment that really wasn't the greatest, and not in the greatest uh, neighborhood. And after that, I lost that job. And for a brief period of time, I lived out of my automobile. So you can basically say I was homeless. Then I found another house to live in. This was even worse. And so I, I, I can recollect those days being very lonely, being depressed. And I can even remember crying tears. And what's even more detrimental is that I heard a voice say to me, in your life, what's the use of going on? Go ahead and end it right now. I remember those moments. They were dark moments. And, and for some reason, I never had that struggle before. I never had that struggle. I, I went through life pretty much being positive. The reason I'm sharing this with you is that anyone could go through a period of time of mental challenges, of depression, of being despondent. But the good news is that you don't have to stay there. See, none of us are perfect. And I've been blessed to speak across the, the, the world, to have a podcast, to have a ministry, to have uh, different businesses. More importantly, a great family, wife and children. But you know, there. Things have not always been easy for me. And even right now, 
things aren't perfect. So I want to share that with you because sometimes on the outside looking in, you would think, wow, that person has it made. But no, everyone, I believe, goes through a period of time of struggles. So I remember those times, those dark times. And I can remember that, man, this is not good. Now, during that time, we're looking at over 20 years ago, we didn't have the outcry that we did today for mental health. So I went through that by myself, but I made it through. So I want to share with you the good news that if you are going through these struggles, through these battles, or if you know someone that is, I know I knew people who did and know people that still are currently going through this. My prayer is that I can share some keys with you to help you overcome these struggles and battles and to let you know that you will come out victorious and you will live a life of productivity, a life of, of peace, of joy. That when these struggles come, you'll know how to overcome these battles, the battle of the mind. So three things I want to share with you. And first of all, before I share these three things, here's one thing. If you were taking notes that you have to really be uh, in, during the struggle. There's two words. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. In other words, you're going to have to put forth an effort to say, hey, I'm going to be intentional in winning this battle and sometimes even being proactive, even if you're not in the battle with this. So number one, seek help. Seek help. Don't be alone like I was. I was alone during my struggle. I would never recommend anyone to be alone. I was alone because I didn't know any better. I was alone because we're looking at over 20 years ago. We didn't have the outcry. We didn't have uh, all of these programs right now. And during that time when you went through those type of things, it was kind of like shameful. You didn't want to share that with everyone. Now, my struggle wasn't a long period of time. It was a very short period of time, but it was intense even for that short period of time. So talk with someone. Don't be alone. And, and just know this, no one has it all together. I know we look at social media and sometimes we think, man, that person's doing fabulous. That person's doing great. That person's doing outstanding because of their posts. But just know that no one has it all together in every area of their life. You know, I even struggle even to the, today sometimes with having to control my temper or having to just, you know, deal with certain things. So, and I'm the motivator. I'm the motivational speaker, the inspirator, the man in ministry. So, it goes to show you no one has it together. All together, I should say. So ask for help. Ask for help. The same way you would seek help if you were in physical pain. If your head was hurting constantly, you had constant migraines, I, I believe that you would probably seek help. Or if you had a pain in your stomach or a pain in, in parts of your body, joint pain, or something was chronically wrong with you, say you were playing a sport and you hurt your ankle or your knee, I would, I would like to think that you wouldn't go months, weeks and months with that pain. You would seek help. And you wouldn't be discouraged. I mean, you wouldn't be ashamed to seek help. You wouldn't say, hey, I need an MRI because my ankle is hurting constantly. I need an MRI because my wrist or my knee is hurting constantly. As a matter of fact, you, you would probably be intentional and very proactive in seeking help. I want to say do the same thing when it comes to mental challenges. I say this and it's very elementary, but the same way you could be sick in your stomach, you could be sick in your head. And there's always a cure, just like you could be subscribed, uh, prescribed a pain medication for your stomach. You can get one for your head as well, seeking help. 
So seek help. I just want to encourage you. There are all kinds of numbers. You know, I'm not here to tell you who to outreach to, but, you know, just seek help. If you need to talk to someone, call those numbers, the 1-800-SUICIDE numbers. Seek counseling. Seek someone that you can talk to. Don't be alone. And don't be ashamed. So number one, seek help. Number two, and all of these are going to begin with S, surround yourself. Surround yourself with things and people that make you happy and bring peace and joy into your life. Surround yourself with things and people that make you happy and bring peace and joy into your life. I was listening to, uh, I want to share the name of this person. This person is a multi, is a billionaire. I have two examples. And this person says, I'm under stress all the time. And I, and I become depressed from time to time. Here's an individual that's a billionaire. He said, but one of my outlets, this person said, is that I surround myself with things that even as a child that brought me peace and that brings to me peace and joy. They're toys like I played with as a child. And I make sure I keep that around me. And I make sure I keep the negativity away from me. And there was, a, there was another man who was a, a leading evangelist. One of the world's greatest, well I shouldn't say greatest, but one of the world's most popular evangelists that helped a lot of people, both spiritually and physically. And he said, in his testimony, he said, I make it a purpose to surround myself with things that make me happy. He has a room in his house that has nothing but positive slogans, sayings. He has a classic automobile in that room, and people may criticize because, you know, an evangelist shouldn't have that type of automobile. But he said, I, keep, I look at that thing because it keeps me happy. Now, you may not have a classic automobile in your house, but, man, keep, you know, those things that can keep you happy. Surround yourself with that. I make sure I try to do that all the time. And I, I was a victim of this. <laughs> I'm always transparent. You know, here in the Cleveland, Ohio area recently, we, we've had some detrimental winter weather. And what I did, I kept looking at the forecast. And I, and I saw that they were saying prepare yourself, which is wise to do. It's wisdom to prepare yourself uh, for this inclement weather that's coming. But I kept watching the news over and over again. I kept watching the phone, my phone, and looking at what to do. And I was watching daily because I thought I had to go out into it. And you know what? I became a, a prisoner of that. And I didn't go out. And I should have went out. And you know what? The weather was not as bad as they indicated it, that it would be. I use that as an example. That I have to be very intentional. And I want to encourage you to be very intentional. And not surrounding yourself with negativity. Negative music. Sometimes certain songs bring back bad memories. Don't listen to those songs. Certain people uh, are not good to be around. Certain things that we watch and look at, I'm not here to, to preach to you, but man, if it's making you feel bad, you know, distance yourself from those things. It makes a huge difference. Right? A big difference when you surround yourself with things and people that make you happy and bring to you peace and joy into your life. Number three. Now, this is one, this is what helped me. I'm, this is the one that helped me. Everyone may not agree with this, but I, I'm just here to share with you. Now, I'm not here to proselytize you 
or to tell you what religion to be, belong to. I'm a Christian. But what really helped me during that time when I was alone was spiritual warfare. Realizing that spiritual things are important, that my mind was under attack. And I had negative thought, negative thought, detrimental thought, detrimental thought, depressive thought. And, you know, and things were not totally bad for me, but I thought they were. Because the mind is powerful. The mind takes in things externally and then we think things internally. And those thoughts, if we let them linger on, can bring on thoughts of depression, thoughts of discouragement, thoughts of disappointment. And sometimes they can lead down a path, a stairway of thoughts that try to even become suicidal thoughts like the thought that I had. I want to read to you a scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse four and five, I'm reading from the New International Version. It says the weapons we fight with are, with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds or mentalities. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets, up, sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. The key in that, I think, is to take captive every thought. Every thought, every thought, thoughts that come into our mind. Realizing that this is a spiritual warfare, thoughts, thoughts that come in to our minds. Every thought, bringing that thought to obedience. I share last in the last podcast and I'll share again with you that I use an analogy of being at a restaurant and say you ordered a steak. And the waiter or waitress brought out to you seafood. And you are allergic to seafood. Well, I believe you would say to that waiter or waitress, I don't want this. Send it back. I want to encourage you that when thoughts come into your mind that you don't like, thoughts of discouragement, depression, negativity, fear, send that thought back. And here's how you do that. That thought comes and says you're just going about your day and something reminds you of a past disappointment. Maybe something that happened in your childhood that was an abuse. Say, I don't receive that thought. I'm sending it back. And I'm going to substitute that thought with something positive, whether it's a biblical scripture or whatever you believe in spiritually, or maybe just a positive thought or just a thought, an image that you love. Do that. Now, here's, this is what I have to do, and this is what you may have to do. You may have to do that 100 times a day, then pretty soon 50 times a day, then pretty soon 25 times a day, then pretty soon 10 times a day, then pretty soon 5 times a day, pretty soon 2 times a day, pretty soon just 1 time a day, then pretty soon only 5 times a month, then 2 times a month, then 1 time a month, pretty soon 5 times a year, Two times a year, you may think those thoughts. Then one time a year. I think you understand where I'm going with this. I'm talking from a personal perspective. Those thoughts, you can't stop those thoughts from coming in. They happen. They're real. That negativity, that abuse, those things that are happening to you that are not in the phys physical realm when it comes to depression, but in the mental realm, in the spiritual warfare realm, you have to take that thought captive. I believe that the scripture used that term warfare for a reason because it's a war. That means you're in a battle, a strong battle. 
And in a battle, that means you have to fight. I haven't, last time I checked, there's not a battle where we have to be passive. You have to be aggressive and be the aggressor. Once again, be intentional and say, no, I'm going to win this battle of the mind. I'm going to overcome this depression. I'm going to overcome this, this guilt, this shame, these thoughts of suicide. I'm going to win. I'm going to live. I'm going to have a productive life. The guilt, the shame, the past failures, the disappointments. I'm going to overcome those. Those thoughts that come externally and sometimes internally. I bring those thoughts captive. Captive. In other words, I take it captive. And when you do that, and many times when you learn to forgive yourself and others, it releases a power in you. You may have gone through a past trauma. You may, go through, you may be going through a, a loss of a loved one right now. You may be going through a loss of a job. You may be going through just different things going on in your life, a disappointment, a setback, something that you thought was sure was going to happen, and it didn't happen. I got good news. Take captive those thoughts. Release the power of forgiveness. Stand up. Keep moving forward. You will overcome this. The battle of the mind. You can do it. You can win this battle. I overcame it, and you can overcome it. I'm so glad I didn't throw in the towel because shortly after that, <laughs> I had a great job that came along. I got married a couple years later to my wife, and now we have three beautiful children. I, I, became, I went into ministry. I, I, I worked in corporate America for over 25 years, and then I started my own business and my own uh, companies. But man, what would have happened if I would have threw in the towel? So I want to encourage you, don't throw in the towel because something great is awaiting for you. Many times if you're under attack, that means something great is coming your way. So don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. And this happens to everyone, even if you're not. A lot of times we think people who are doing well that have a title or position of money don't go through these things. They do, do as well. So you don't throw in the towel. I'm speaking to you as well. You don't throw in the towel as well because you have a family to raise. You have a generation to influence. You have life to live. So I want to encourage you this day to win this battle of the mind. Once again, as I recap this, number one, seek help. You're not alone. There are many people out there, many organizations that's willing to listen to you and help you. Number two, surround yourself with things that people that make you happy and bring into your life peace and joy. Number three, learn to, how to overcome the spiritual battle in the mind, the spiritual warfare. And, and remember, we talked about taking captive every thought and bringing it into the obedience to what you want to have in your life. Taking captive and substituting those negative thoughts with thoughts of positive thoughts, thoughts of peace. It's going to be a, a war, but you're going to win it. You just hang in there long enough. You'll win. You'll overcome this. I believe in you. God believes in you. And you're going to overcome this battle. Thank you for listening in to Wisdom Keys for Your Success. And we'll see you on the other side of victory. Thank you for listening to Wisdom Keys for Your Success. Please download and share this episode with your networks. We would also appreciate your support with a review. Connect with Kent Wise on social media and through his website, 
KentWise.com. And remember, you are unique and special.